Industry Insider is only available at Promo Corner, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Each Monday, they discuss, dissect, and debate a single issue impacting the world of promotional marketing from every industry perspective. Now, it's time for Promo Corner's Industry Insider. Welcome to another edition of the Industry Insider, your promotional products podcast where you can get all the nerdy news you need to know about. My name is Jeff Franklin, the National Accounts Manager with Headwear USA. I'm joined today by three other lovely folks, but before we get to them, we've got to tell you this incredible broadcast that you're about to hear is from our good friends over at Tervis. Meg, you got that Tervis laying around anywhere? I can't see the screen, so I don't know. Uh, an audible response <laughs> <Yes>. would be good. <laughs> I was drinking it as you were reading it. <laughs> this incredible, let me remind you, this incredible broadcast that you're tuning into. Uh, look, Turbis has been around since 1946 and uh, celebrating 75 years in business. They started with their classic line. They've got sleek styles that make perfect for the active and on-the-go lifestyle. Turbis is the original double-wall insulated drinkware that keeps your cold drinks cold and reduces condensation. They're also ba- uh, backed by Made for Life guarantee. Turbis is the original customizable double wall insulated drinkware that keeps your hot drinks hot and your cold drinks cold. Uh, available in several sizes, including a 16 ounce mug, 16 or 24 ounce tumbler, and a 24 ounce water bottle. Uh, made from Triton plastic, made in America, lifetime warranty, dishwasher, and microwave safe. And they're also BPA free. So go check them out at turvispromos.com and let them know that the industry insider sent you and that you saw Meg's fancy uh, Turvis tumbler there and you want to get one of those. Uh, thank you, Meg. Or should I say Vanna? Wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful. <clears throat> All right. Well, since I've already used you for the ad read, why don't we say hi to you first, Meg? How are you? How are you? I'm doing good. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing all right as well. You know, uh, I, I'm super I kinda... excited. Wait, wait, hold on. Okay. We have a, uh, in a couple episodes, we have a really fun Christmas episode coming up and I've been teasing the guys. Um, we're going to have some awesome unboxing except the guys haven't done their shopping yet, but we're going to do a really fun unboxing thing. And I love the presents that I got them. That's all. I'm excited. Sounds good. Uh, a little, <laughs> little teaser for that then. I guess you'll have to tune in in a couple of weeks. Steve McFadden, how are you? doing great i'm just happy that meg reminded me that i need to get a gift for uh, uh the episodes coming up so <laughs> yeah I, hey, I, I know a cool one it's called the lion latch check it out mm. <laughs> right? oh, check it out introduced and she's dropping bombs already throwing Steve. that out there throwing that out there <laughs> fair enough i had to ask Meg some awkward questions this morning so uh <laughs> All right. Well, the other voice that you heard, yeah, not we're not going to dive into that, Stephen. But uh, <laughs> the other voice you heard was Laren Lockwood, owner of Lion Latch, uh, as seen on TV. Uh, look, you've been on uh, ABC's Good Morning America. You've been on Shark Tank. Uh, so really excited to have you on the show. Uh, you're Thank now, you. we, were, we were discussing prior uh, to going live that you're now our third Shark Tanker on this, uh, on this podcast. So that's pretty awesome. Um, but yeah, really excited to hear your story and, uh, you know, go into the, the topic for today, which is basically, you know, launching a new, pro, uh, a new product, uh, and then doing the whole retail promo tandem and how that works out and, uh, sort of what you've maybe learned along the way. Um, and, you know, of course, you know, launching a product in, in these times, uh, certainly any stories you've got there would be fun to entertain as well, but it is customary for us to give our guests a good three to four minutes to introduce yourself, Laren, uh, you know, w- w- how you found the promotional products industry and what you've been up to since. Okay. Thank y'all for having me. Um, yeah. I'm excited to talk about the lion latch. Uh, I love doing podcasts and uh, zoom speeches, I guess. And uh, really uh, I'm a teacher and a coach. And originally I was coaching 
softball and I was um, newly engaged and I've never had a piece of nice jewelry in my entire life. So I didn't know I was supposed to take it off. Despite the fact that my high school athletes have to take their jewelry off, it's against the rules for them to wear jewelry during practice or sports or games. And um, I had this ring on and I was catching in for my outfielders and uh, I caught this ball from our center fielder who can throw the ball from the fence to home plate. And uh, it stung, my hand stung so bad. And it normally does because she can really throw it in there. And uh, this time I removed my hand from the glove and realized that that ball had flattened my engagement ring into my finger and it knocked out a diamond and I couldn't find the diamond. So I'm out there shaking my glove, um, you know, checking all through it, putting my hands back in it, looking in the grass. I can't find this diamond. I call my fiance and luckily he still married me, um, but he was, uh, you know, pissed off to say the least. <laughs> and uh, we had to pay to uh, have the ring repaired and um, it just sucked. I felt like I did something really wrong because this was something I loved and he worked hard to get for me. And uh, after we got it fixed, I realized, you know, I need to be taking this thing off before I'm on the field. Well, if I remember to, when I was in the office, I would put it somewhere in my office and forget it there for days because, you know, you take it off and you don't see it and remember to put it back on. Well, it stays there. And uh, then I would remember while I was on the field, sometimes I need to take it off there. Well, where am I going to put it in my pocket? Absolutely not. So I started putting it on a carabiner on my keys. Well, the keys were scratching my ring like crazy. It's platinum. And I learned the hard way, you know, it's platinum is very malleable. And uh, I hit the drawing board, you know, I'm an art teacher. So I start drawing up some plans. I start measuring people's rings. I love problem solving. So this was right up my alley. And uh, I create this design of the lion latch. And the reason it's unique and it's got a patent, I have a utility patent on it is because it's not a screw top lid. So everything I found was like a pill container which was metal and could also scratch my ring again. And it came unscrewed. Well, that scared me. So I made the lion latch design where the stem is attached to the base of the cup. And now the lid goes on. And then it comes with this carabiner that when you lock it or lock it through the hole, now it's locked shut. So there's no way this lid is coming off as long as the ring is on it. And so that also allowed me to attach it to my keys. And so I can keep it in my pocket without forgetting it or it falling out, which is what tends to happen to most people. And then also when I grab my keys to leave, I see my lion latch and I remember to put my rings back on. So this is perfect last minute storage and uh, it's only meant to store your ring short term. So you remember to put it back on because that's the whole purpose of having the jewelry to begin with, right? Um, but sometimes we have circumstances where we have to take it off. And in that case, it was for me while I was coaching and playing sports, but that's not the only time I used it. I mean, when I'm working out, I would grab the bar and remember, oh man, I got my ring on, just grab my keys or my water bottle. I attach my keys and my water bottle or together with the line latch. And um, I mean, even teaching art, I'd hop on the pottery wheel to show a kid how to throw something real quick. And oh my God, my rings are on and I don't want to dig clay out. Big clay out of your ring is awful. <laughs> so yeah. it comes in handy quite often. I mean, those are just um, my, the main, re main times I use it. Um, but I mean, even when I'm cooking or uh, cleaning, working outside, you know, I'm remodeling a building. And so I've been taking my rings off quite frequently there too. Um, but I kickstarted it. It was originally 3D printed and I kickstarted it to pay for the mold. 
and I got it funded. I uh, went around my community and got them to help me uh, back the idea. And so thank you. I was on the back of parade floats with my tennis team throwing lion latches off there and <laughs> for flyers. And uh, they helped me get it off the ground. And, you know, for two years, I didn't really do anything because I just did it for fun. But then jewelry stores started reaching out to me. And Jewelers Mutual Insurance is the number one ring insurer in the U.S. And uh, they reached out to me to do a promo. And I learned how to do promotional screen printing. And so this is one I most recently did for Henderson and Co. I don't know. Maybe y'all can see that. But mm -hmm. I just like kind of, yes, it's pad printed. It's pad wow. printed. Yes. And so I also like pad print, like sports balls on it. I mean, and then here's a softball one, you know, of course, but yeah. I just fell into the promotional product industry. So then people were asking me for my, my sales sheet and my prices. And I had to do all kinds of research to try to figure out what they're talking about. <laughs> Someone needs what to attack Eric Levin in this because when I used to work for him back in like 10, whatever years ago, I don't know, what year is that? So 12 years ago, he was so into, you know, because after 9-11, everything shut down, you know, and they were saying the only thing that's not recession proof or that's recession proof is sports because, you know, week after 9-11, there, George Bush is there throwing that that pitch at the game and the sports were, were, were continuing to go. So he really made a push with vertical markets in the, into the sports, you know, water bottles, book bags, everything. So that would literally fit in. And I'm like, here, I'm trying to sell to Eric, but someone tag Eric. He's going to see this. No, that's Are you great. Really I, saying that sports are recession proof the year well, after every major league sport took a year off. <laughs> this was in 2001. Okay. Not pandemic proof, but recession proof. <laughs> Yes. But, um, yes. No, I mean, this, this was when he started developing all these products. I mean, the it would be like a regular stainless steel water ball with a basketball on top, you know, and it kind of fit into like a whole vertical uh, market program that you could offer to your clients. And now here you have these cool little ring things or the lot, the Mario you know, matches. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're on the go. Jewelry hey, so La Laren, how'd you come up with the name? Yeah. Um, I love alliteration. I used to teach English <laughs> and I know that alliteration works and also that animals, if people can remember the animal and the logo, they can potentially Google it. And, uh, with, I could have named it the lion lock, you know, but when I Googled that there are a million lion locks from centuries and centuries. <laughs> so I named it lion latch because it latches closed and you latch it on the other things. And um, that's where the name came from. And also the logo is a lion head door knocker. Um, mm -hmm. I love the movie, The Labyrinth. And so I love door knockers. And um, I made the lion head and my friend drew a ring, a diamond ring in the mouth as the door knocker. So, so have you had a custom door knocker made for your front door yet in the, in the logo or in the form? <laughs> that's a great idea. I you haven't, but actually when I was studying ceramics in college, I made a whole series of door knockers, <laughs> big animal heads. A new building, right? And you were going to make an art, uh, an art studio out of it. Tell us, tell yes. us about that. You could even do this since it's your own project. You can make a little door knocker there. <laughs> You're right. I can. Y'all are full of all kinds of ideas. Well, <laughs> uh, what, what money I've actually profited from my business, um, besides uh, being able to stay home and raise my kids. I have invested in a building in downtown Burnett and it's right by our HEB and I'm turning it into an art school for our community because we're here in the country 
there's not a whole lot of things to do other than sports. And um, that's kind of something I'm trying to bring to everyone because art is for everyone. You don't have to be amazing at it to enjoy it. It's a, it's meant to be a mental break. You know, you could be, I, I took three, my husband helped me out with the kids for three hours last Sunday. And I went to my art studio and I just, I modge podged a mirror with Calvin and Hobbes comic strips. And it was nice. amazing. Like what a refresher. And again, that doesn't take a ton of talent to do, but it is really an awesome way to meditate. It's even coloring is good for you. So that's something I'm excited to bring to the community. And uh, I'm fundraising by selling a children's book that I organized with one of my art students. And um, all the sales from that is going towards buying pottery wheels from my art school. Is there like a link or anything that we could post for you to kind of push that out or put it in the comments? Probably. I mean, I've just been sending people Google forms and then they've been paying me Venmo and the Google form, like you put your address and everything and I ship it out. But I, I have it right here. But the best part about it is it's about my French bulldog. And um, it's just pretty cute. It just talks about like the funny, weird things that Frenchies do. So like, here's Snoot and Toot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if y'all know anything about Frenchies, but this is what they're known for. Okay. Yeah. And then Z is like, let's see, Z is for zoomies. Oh yeah. Because they like to run mm -hmm. around like crazy. They're weird. They're like aliens. But anyway, so that's kind of it. And I teamed up with one of my art students, and she's autistic, uh, but. We're trying to get people like get the word out that, you know, just because you're on the spectrum doesn't mean you can't do the most amazing things. And mm. if you love art, you should pursue it or you should pursue the things you love. So that's kind of the message behind the book as well. Yeah. I want to I want to backpedal for just a Thank second, because as you were sort of doing your introduction, you had mentioned how, you know, when you take the ring off at home or whatever, you'd sort of forget to put it back on or you'd leave it sit somewhere for a while. And I just got to throw my wife under the bus for a hot second. <laughs> Get her. She does the same thing. So when I find the ring laying around somewhere, I'll actually hide it. <laughs> <gasps> that is evil. No, it's that not. is evil. Yes, no, that not. is. Leave it on it's your finger. gut wrenching. <laughs> that is the most gut wrenching feeling to not know where your ring is. Yeah, but she, she always knows that I took it. If she can't find it, she knows I have it. So yeah. well, that's good. One of my friends had the same thing happen to her, but her husband took it to get it cleaned. And she kept it a secret from him for three days that she couldn't find it. She's like crying, digging through the trash for the third time. And, uh, you know, she finds it. He comes up to her and he's like, hey, I got your ring cleaned. And she's like, what? <laughs> I, I think we just need some more lion latches out there, you know? That's, mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's it's a frequent, uh, like, occurrence for people. It's yeah. hard. You're in the promotional products industry. Are you now a supplier? Did you pair up with another supplier? Like, how does that work? How does somebody in this industry get them for the like? How does that work? Uh, I'm still working through that right now. People just email me and I let them know what colors I have in stock or when I'm expecting colors in stock. And uh, locally, I haven't found anyone to pad print for me. And I put out some feelers uh, the other day, which I think is how y'all found me, trying to find a solution to doing this. But I've just been shipping them to a company in Dallas. I used to have the Lion Latch manufactured in Dallas. So my manufacturer would just take it to them and they would do it for me. But now I'm shipping them the lids and then we ship them to the customer. But turnaround time hasn't been too terrible. It keeps getting a little longer because people are out with COVID and yeah. um, it's hard to find good help that wants to stay and work. So we're kind of struggling there too. But once I get the inventory, then I can just, I can take all the promotional orders and then think about like in the future, how I can make it easier on everyone. 
Yeah, I mean, she can he work, right? That's old enough. Oh yeah. Well, my four-year-old can go get me like, uh, like she can get me the tags or carabiners or whatever I need. She knows the colors and stuff, but she's been around this since birth, so she kind of knows what to do. <laughs> The eight-year-old, not so much. He likes to eat them. He thinks they're teethers and uh, <laughs> it's not as convenient at this moment. <laughs> yeah. So you've been, you officially started in 2015, correct? Yes. That's when I ran my Kickstarter. All right. And how long did it take you to get the product sort of up and running? Uh, I actually started the Kickstarter at the beginning of October. I got it. At, I got it. Fun. I got it. I got it funded uh, at the end of October, and I had been enough time to ship out in time for Christmas that same oh, year. That's quick. Yeah, but I have I have a Texas manufacturer. That's awesome. So that's why it was easier. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So now that you've sort of fell into promo, have you noticed um, you know sort of one taking over the other? Or are you noticing your sales coming more from one particular area? Or um, I do. I do mostly website orders or just individual orders is where I make the most of my money. Um, if I get on a TV show, of course, that's where the majority of it comes from. But if not my website and Amazon, I try not to pr promote Amazon though, you know, cause they take such a big cut Yeah, they do. and um, it's not as beneficial for my website, but I get the people order from there. And with promotional, I mean, people just come out of the woodworks. Hey, my friend had this and said you could screen print or, I went to order this for my daughter and saw the use screen print on your website. So, I mean, they'll, they'll kind of come in from out of nowhere. Sometimes my I'll have friends that work for a big company and they're like, Hey, what colors do you have? If you have our color, you know, most businesses have our color. They're like, let's make a deal. I'm like, all right. But hopefully I have the inventory right now. I'm kind of out of stock because of uh, shark tank. So we we're waiting on that next round of inventory. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Will you walk us you're through good. your um, experience on Shark Tank? Like, did they come Ooh. find you? Did you apply? Like, if you're you allowed. allowed <laughs> yeah, if you're allowed yeah, I'm. Yeah, I applied three times. I went and auditioned in person, and in January of 2020, I made it to the last in-person audition and like a casting call, and it was in Dallas, and um, that was it. After that, it shut down because of COVID. And I didn't get picked that year. Be, and I, it's a good thing because I ended up being pregnant and uh, I wouldn't have been able to leave my family for two weeks to quarantine for the show, which is what most everyone that season were having to do. Mm. So um, this year worked out perfect. I had the baby and I had him in March. And then in July, I got a call and it said, you know, you're on the, you're in the next round. We found your audition from last year. And I was like, Oh my God, seriously, this is amazing. <laughs> and uh, then it's just a long process of videos, zoom conferences, uh, forms, you're filling out tons of paperwork because they want to make sure you're legit, that you actually have the money or made the money that you say you have. And uh, it was a long process. So from May to the middle no actually from may to the middle of july i was doing meetings and forms and trying to learn my pitch and then middle of july i pitched and then from there you don't know if you'll air even uh, if you got a deal you hmm. don't know if you'll air or not hmm. so i was like a nervous wreck this whole process because oh my god i'm i finally made it on the show 
Um, and then it's, oh my God, uh, I'm switching manufacturers. This is a scary time. Then I film, I didn't get a deal and I kind of felt like a failure, but it turns out, you know, as long as you air, you're going to be okay pretty much. And you have a good product. And then I was just like, oh my God, I filmed. Was I good enough to air? And then I found out I was going to air and I was like, oh my God, are people going to like me? Are they going to portray me in a good light? So it's just been like this whole ball of roaring. It has, but it's been great. The response has been really wonderful. I received so many emails from teachers that, um, you know, they're like, you're doing it. You're living the dream. Thanks for me. One lady said, thanks for making teachers look smart. And I was like, Thank you. <laughs> like I made you look you think I made you look smart that makes me feel so good but yeah. um yeah it was definitely a roller coaster and I mean it's it's what I wanted and I got it and I'm just thankful that I aired and I didn't look too shabby on there you know so <laughs> it worked out it's so what's the uh oh, go ahead good people through because I I know somebody yeah. else has personally been through that and it's it's grueling actually Oh, it is. And imagine having a three month old baby mm. <laughs> that yeah. that's relying on you to survive. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And it, it, it is just insane. It was very hard. And that's, that's kind of one um, example I have as a, as a mompreneur that a lot of people can't relate to is, you know, I'm trying to raise this baby. Um, he relies on me for food and he's not big enough for baby food yet. And um, I'm, it was just hard. It was, very hard and then mom guilt kicks in because I have to leave him for like 40 hours and oh man it, it was tough but I mean it, it's over and done and I'm thankful for the opportunity and I'm glad they finally put me on the show I because I just kept going I just kept showing up at those auditions until they got me on there yeah yeah so Stephen what were you gonna say I, I was just gonna ask so what's uh what's the future look like for line and latch line and latch excuse me oh my goodness <laughs> Um, right now I have a new manufacturer and they're, um, like probably 45 minutes from me, which is nice. Cause I can go in check in and we can talk and if I need product in a hurry, I can get it in a hurry, uh, but I have, I'm in Texas. I'm about an hour outside of Austin. Oh, okay. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, you're good. And, um, I mean, I've got other ideas, but we've got to get this idea down right first and, um, then we'll move on to the next ones, but I'm just trying to grow the brand and continue to stay home with my kids because that's the goal and then keep working on my art school yeah awesome so i know you'd mentioned that you were looking for for pad printers and i, I don't know if you've uh potentially may have done this already but um if you look up the uh, the manufacturers of pad printers um a lot of times the people will will give you a list of people they've sold the equipment to um, oh okay and that way you could maybe reach out to people that have the equipment that would be looking to use it obviously so uh, that might be a tip. Uh, I don't know, but we, we have got you a new customer, I believe. Uh, Alan Letson uh, chimed in in the comments and said that he's got a client that, uh, that would love to, uh, to see those he'd love to share them with. So um, Alan, cool. the, uh, the website is lionlatch.com. Uh, so definitely feel free to check that out and reach out to Laren uh, to, to get you. some. Uh, yeah. I, at the bottom of my website, it says like wholesale and promo application. So if y'all just want to shoot me a message through there i would love to chat with y'all about it i'm trying to make things quicker and easier but i'm just waiting on the inventory to get here first <laughs> sure yeah, that's, the, that's the i don't know quarter of the year waiting on the inventory waiting on the inventory mm -hmm. well it's but a little bit of a different story though because larin you said you're you're manufacturing here in the states right 
absolutely. And that's what I was about to say is I've got to remember that I'm very fortunate that once my inventory is done, I can just get it. It's not going to be uh, floating on yeah. uh, in a port yeah. <laughs> waiting on it to be received. I mean, I've got a lot of friends that their product has been waiting to be received and no one is checking it in. Like it's sitting there, but you know, you may have seen the maps uh, showing all the little oh, lights yeah. of where boats are and yeah, it's, it's hard well, time right now. We've, we've discussed that uh, in, in great detail uh, on, on this uh, <laughs> podcast over the last several okay. months, I should say. <laughs> yeah. I, under, I get it. Yeah. You almost weren't talking about supply chain issues. <laughs> almost. We almost made it. Yeah. I'm sorry. Almost. I'm so sorry. No, it's not. <laughs> well, I think well, we should. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say her supply chain issues are, are from a much different uh, perspective because, you know, yeah. Shark, Shark Tank wiped her out. You know, now she's got to she's got to get more. And, you know, I don't know. Your production timeline is probably not that bad, you know, especially since they're being made in the States, you know, so I, I you know compared to what other people are facing I, I i think you're perfectly fine right okay thank you that makes me feel better <laughs> absolutely do you guys have any other questions for laren or should we i have so many up? but like i just i was just listening and i'm in awe because i know you're you're a mom you're at home you're working from home with these kids i know how hard that is you're a teacher you're like thank i'm you. done with these kids learn yourselves and i'm gonna <laughs> pretty much i'm gonna raise my own kids is what i was thinking are you homeschooling your kids or are you sending them to school? Um, right now, my oldest is four. So, oh, okay. I mean, she goes okay. to art lessons with me on Friday and we le- we go over the days of the week and stuff here because I'm tired of her asking me how many more days until Christmas <laughs> or <laughs> Thanksgiving or Halloween. Uh, it's obviously an ongoing thing. So, that's kind of our homeschooling here. <laughs> yeah, explaining explaining time to children is uh, very difficult. I've got a four-year-old and one that's about to turn three. <laughs> yeah. And that's, yeah, I, I know where you're at. <laughs> right. How many more days until Saturday? I'm like, uh-huh. well, you know, today's Monday. And then she sings the days of the week song. And then she's like <laughs> counting. And <laughs> yeah, it's good. But sometimes she counts lion latches. So there we hey, go. That's there cool. You go. <laughs> very cool. Do you guys have any other questions for Laren? No, all good. Laren, any questions for us? Um, oh man, I should have written it down. Okay, we talked about how to find some people that pad print. I mean, I put on, I put on the group, I put on the group about the pad printing thing, and you know, a lot of people said that they want to do it for me, but no one's here locally. They were like, "Why would you want to do it yourself? You've got other things to do." Um, and I was like, "That's a good point. I don't want to do it myself, but I mean, if it." if it makes it faster, a faster process and makes me more appealing to customers. But hey, I do everything in house. Wouldn't that be amazing? I mean, that's personally my goal is to get everything here. And if I have to, I'd create local jobs, which darn, that's awful. Isn't I mean, (laughs) that would be great. You know, this is a small town. It's a community and I want to help in any way possible. That's another reason I wanted the Lion Latch made in the US. I mean, can actually go and talk to the people who are helping me with my product and I see their families and that's important to me, but really, yeah, I just got to get this pad printing figured out. <laughs> well, and I don't want to cut the people out that do it for me already, but I mean, it's just adding to the time shipping and yeah. there and back. Your cost, you can't control because you can't control the production time. You're leaving it in somebody else. And then the cost, those are two things that once you kind of settle out by buying the equipment, it almost might be beneficial um, for you to do it and, and learn how to, you just have to get a laser 
thingy and a pad print thingy and some ink and there you go just done technical, yeah, that's what... technical terms here on the yes. uh, insider get the thingies <laughs> the thingies and the do the stuff <laughs> <laughs> that's what i do okay <laughs> I, I, I don't know what else to do like what other questions i have i mean i did the asi show oh, yeah. uh, a couple of years ago and it was the response was insane my booth was packed with people um but then the next year COVID happened and uh you know it was like merp so i, Learn, I, I lost you, a lot of leads you you should uh you should check into ppai uh ppai.org they've got the uh, the expo in vegas it's actually the the industry's largest trade show and uh they are back in person this year in january so it might not be too late to sign up if you wanted to do it this year um but that would be a hell of a show right and then this is another thing is like i have a baby so that's kind of what's difficult for me right now yeah i know that baby i know he's such a good problem and i'm so glad that i can be here with him like it's awesome because when i'm having a bad day i just go pick up my baby <laughs> right so okay so the ppai show yep and asi and another thing is kind of price points i don't know what what has changed in price points with you know materials going up and usa made products and just kind of making some decisions like that where i, I mean a lot of you are in, in this industry i think she needs a mentor we need to put her in that mentor program with promo, promo kitchen. kitchen i mean yeah. you just i think that's all you need is just a mentor at someone because i mean these are just things that we're like these are everyday things that are like a common like language for us almost. And we were like, you're almost there. You're just, yeah. So yeah. Close. And I, you have it. And I think now you just need like a mentor in our industry that can kind of like walk mm -hmm. you through, give you the context. Um, we'll set you up. We'll set you up with that. We'll get you. Well, thanks Meg. That's mm -hmm. all you need. I really, I knew need. I liked y'all. And there's, <laughs> and there's another show in Texas too. There's a lot of factories there, a lot of suppliers there, a yeah. lot of people that you could even visit and see um okay. there's lots of good connections there where you're at yeah for sure yeah, yeah. there's uh, there's another show that you could uh, potentially look into as well that maybe meg could could shed some light on in the in the new england area well new well, jersey kind of. but... <laughs> northeast whatever same <laughs> same year, thing we'll talk. we'll talk yeah it's promotions easy. it's gonna be, it's gonna be it. awesome but it's in atlantic city so it's a little bit closer to home but we'll, we'll talk offline so <laughs> okay all right. Very good. Well, look, if you guys enjoyed the episode, it was brought to you by our good friends over at Tervis. Meg, this is where you pull out the uh, the Tervis again and show it off to everybody. That beautiful custom uh, 360 degree UV printing. Uh, look, they, they added stainless to their well-established line as well about two years ago with the goal of being better than a competition by utilizing that uh, or uh, the uh, state-of-the-art custom 360 degree UV printing. Uh, and they're available in four different sizes. They've got a 12, a 24, a 30 ounce, and then also a 24 ounce water bottle. Uh, and now they've also got 24, 30, and 40 ounce wide mouth bottles, which is great for popping ice cubes in and that sort of thing. Easy cleaning, all that good stuff. Um, so look, you get a five-year warranty. They're 18-8 copper lined, vacuum insulated. They'll keep your drinks hot for eight hours, keep your drinks cold for 24 hours. They're pretty awesome. Go check them out at tervispromos.com and uh, tell them that the industry insider sent you. And uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll talk to you guys next time. Stay tuned. Like Meg said, she's she's put out a couple uh, you know a couple 
little fishing lines out in the water. So come, come check out the <laughs> next couple episodes. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll see you later. Take care. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Promo Corner's Industry Insider. For more great content from industry thought leaders, including podcasts, blogs, and videos, visit promocorner.com.